Things That Mold Me Patreon, we just want to say thank you so much for supporting us. And for all of your efforts, we're going to give you some special bonus material today. Uh, Dax, what is it that we're going to be doing this week? So we just did action. Um, you know, I know some of you might be listening to this out of order because it's not directly connected to the episode. Totally. So uh, this is the follow-up to the action episode. And instead of doing honorable mentions, what we're doing today is we're going to award the the championship belt, the the crown prince of, of action all time. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're picking the greatest action star in history. We're going to do a little conversation, debate. Um, I think we're going to try to get to the top three at least um, as far as numbers go. But for sure, we're going to figure out the number one of all time between Chris and I. So uh, it's just us today. No one else is here. Man, this is the best episode ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Elizabeth kindly bowed out as this is not her genre. Um, and then Omar, uh, just we just ultimately decided that uh, a two-person episode might be a little bit smoother for something as specific as this. So yeah. that's why we're doing it. Also, Chris Plus and his, I... his movies suck. Yeah. <laughs> suck it. Um, uh, also, Chris and I, you know, as Omar likes to say, behind the curtain, uh, 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 Chris and I live in the same town. Yeah. And not there everyone knows that. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not married um, like Omar and Elizabeth, but you know it still counts for something. Um, so we're I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple. I came up with a list of you know debatable names, and then we're gonna go through some greatest hits and see if we can't narrow this list down. Awesome, sounds good to me. I really hope that the very first one you're gonna play is Steven Seagal. <laughs> Well, I mean, I have to save the best for last. Right, okay. So, yeah. No spoilers, then. Um, here's my list. It's, it's I think it's a 10 or 11 um, that we're just going to name a few, and then we'll start going through the ones we think we need to actually debate. Yeah. Because I think some of these are going to get kicked off pretty quick. Sure. So, I've got Schwarzenegger. Okay. Um, Stallone. Obviously. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Which, Die Hard. Totally. You know. uh, Keanu Reeves. Definitely. Um, Jason Statham. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll go through some some hits. Um, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Um, JCVD. Oh, John Claude Van, Van Damme. Damme. Yeah. Um, Parmesan Claude Van Damme. <laughs> um, as I like to call him. Uh, the Rock. Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah. The Great. A little more recent. Um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, we I pulled in Vin Diesel. Okay. And Will Smith yeah. as as potential 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 guys in there. No Jackie Chan. I didn't do Jackie Chan. I love Jackie Chan and like back to his non-American stuff. I don't know if you've seen like Police Story and some of those early ones. They're great. They're really fantastic. Um, but I think his depth as far as into the 2000s and forward kind of fell off enough that maybe he doesn't get that potential. I do love him. And, but unfortunately, you know, everything that he did in America forward was kind of a watered down version of what he does best. Totally. And he could never really pull off English very well. (laughs) Well, I mean, neither can Chris Tucker. So, (laughs) but Chris Tucker's not an action star. (laughs) I know, but he's in the rush hour movies. I mean, uh, Jackie Chan did what? He did two movies with Owen Wilson? Yeah. 
Totally. I, I don't know what he, I, he had some weird career choices. Definitely. We need to talk to his agent, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he calls, we'll, we'll discuss it with him why he didn't make the list. One memory I have of Jackie Chan actually is going to see some action, some random action movie with my stepdad one time whenever I was a kid and being so pissed off whenever it was overdubbed. You know, oh yeah, it was just awful. You know, like the the voices were all off completely, and it totally mm-hmm. wasn't Jackie Chan's voice. And yeah, it was just bad. I don't even remember what movie that was. <laughs> I don't know what movie that would have been either. Yeah, but I wouldn't saw it in theaters. Oh, so. It might have been like um, I think it's like something Bronx or something like that. It's possible. Yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, he's he's great. I love him. <laughs> Um, anyone else on your potentials list, maybe, that I didn't name? No, I think you pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say that whenever I was a kid, I remember watching a lot of Steven Seagal movies, but definitely did not hold up. <laughs> I do remember watching a lot. I think the, the main few were, um, obviously the big one is probably Under Siege. Yeah. Um, but what was the other one? Above the Law, I There believe. was Above the Law, and he also did, like, some Time to Kills or something. Yes, something that's like that. Yeah. It's not Time to Kill, it's, like, something to kill, though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is Time to Kill. May- I don't know, but he snapped a lot of necks regardless. He did, he snapped necks, <laughs> and then he's famous for the sideways holding pistol. That's right. Just to... <laughs> Which doesn't work. No. And any stuntman or action person will tell you that is not a real thing. You can't even aim right. No. And the the (laughs) recoil is weird and just doesn't work. It's not how guns were built. It looks cool as fuck, though. As long as you have a ponytail, anything's cool. (laughs) Um, So, okay, on that list, do you have anyone that's like an automatic, no, they're out? Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. When you say Jason Statham, I literally cannot picture who that is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, his big ones were the mechanic and the transporter. I've never, uh, I haven't seen those. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're, he's, he's a, a very famous British actor and was in, um, some, uh, England pretty much exclusive movies. Um, that made it to America, not dissimilar to like Daniel Craig, who also potentially could be on this list wow. as yeah. Bond. Totally. And everyone, I think he's pretty much declared most people's kind of favorite Bond. Totally. Unless it's a nostalgia thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, they don't, they don't quite have the same, uh, what is the word? Uh, star power. I guess, as far as action goes, because they're so recent, yeah, it kind of feels like maybe they don't get they don't quite, get the belt. Yeah, they they, they kind of need to have been going from the '90s forward or totally. something like that. Yeah, um, I also thought of someone like Steve McQueen or some of those like '70s earlier. Steve McQueen, he's the guy in in that rock band that sings Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the one. Okay, um, gotcha. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, a handful of like earlier people, but. Even um, Redford or Newman or someone like that, uh, um, John Wayne doing westerns as an action, you know, because it's not unaction. That's just the types of movies they were making in the 60s. Yeah. They didn't do big set piece Mission Impossible kind of movies back right. then. There was no parkour scenes and uh, <laughs> right. hang them high. I wish there was. <laughs> just jumping off of horses, um, doing backflips. Yeah. Um, John, uh, you know, John Wayne could barely walk. Right. Just let's do a backflip. Yeah. So um, we don't have any of those older people. Um, and, and partially, I think that maybe we don't know enough of those movies to really go there. But I, I think based on our 
our list, they'd get beaten out anyway. Totally. Um, okay, so stay- to me, there's a clear winner here. I'm just going to tell you that right now, and, and I'm I, you know I'm not going to give any spoilers, mm-hmm. but I think it'll probably come out when we start talking about some of these people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget on Statham, Italian Job. That was the first American one. That was the Mini Cooper uh, movie where they were like driving it on the indoors through like a little obstacle course thing. Never and saw. It. I think it's Mark Wahlberg is in that as well. So Mark Wahlberg could also potentially be on this list, I suppose. I, I do. I, he was kind of in in my brain a little bit, but oh. uh, I, I, when I'm looking at his movie list, he's in movies that have action, but I don't know that they're necessarily action movies. Even right. like something like Shooter, which he's done more recently, it's not really an action movie. It's a guy with a gun. Yeah. And I don't know. I it, prefer Shooter McGavin myself. That's, he, he was on my list as well. Um, Chris McDonald? <laughs> yes. The, the other Jason Statham one that you probably should watch at some point just because it's weird and fun is Crank. Okay. Crank 1 and 2 are super weird. And then now he's in the Fast and the Furious franchise as well. Gotcha. And he did the Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock and all that stuff. So, um, okay, we're taking Statham off. It's a good, it's a good start. We're knocking, knocking him out quick. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Vin off as well. Good choice. He has, you know, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate your support. Um, Vin is, you know, he's not a terrible actor. He's a little bit self-serious, I think. And sometimes that doesn't play super well, but he totally. was in, you know, early movies like, um, uh, Boiler Room and some of those, uh, he was playing kind of the Jersey guy, I guess. The Guido. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know if we can say that. Can we not? I don't know. <laughs> it didn't feel right coming out of your mouth, so I'm just going to blow past it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he's not bad. Fast and the Furious, he's a little hamming it up. He t- he has a thing in his contract where he can't lose a fight. It has to at least be a draw. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, he and The Rock, when they fought each other in the Fast and the Furious movies, both of them have a no-lose clause in their contract. That's so shitty. I'm, and so, you know, and I also don't know that I think he's a real fighter. I think he's just been an, in action movies. Right. Because um, you see those pictures of him whenever he's not in movies, like on holiday, and he's like, has got a fat stomach and smoking cigarettes. And He, he also, he's, uh, I, if I give him an award for anything, it's he did like a YouTube video of him just dancing to like a disco song. <laughs> and be, but it felt but it was really good. serious. Like, he was doing it to, like, be impressive. And I was like, this is an interesting fella. He's the kind of guy that's got so much confidence that maybe he shouldn't have that it actually makes him look good. Like Omar. <laughs> um, and so um, we're, we're taking Vin off. Again, I just don't think he has the depth. Yeah, I don't like Vin. I have not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. You should. Uh, some of, Not all of them, but some of them are really fun. Five, six, seven are really good. I think the only movie that I've seen with Vin Diesel is Pitch the Black. Pitch Black. That's yeah. right. And I and I know that there's like a prequel to that or something. Yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, I think, I've only total. seen the one I think called Pitch Black. And I think there's an animated one as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even remember that character's name off the top of my totally. head. Totally. I mean, it was such a forgettable film. It's actually really good. Is it? Yeah, yeah it holds up. It's a, it's it. it's an indie action sci-fi movie i remember they go to this planet where it's dark mm-hmm. and then like at some point all these crazy things come out but he's got these really cool like you know when you go to the tanning booth and you put on those little tanning booth thing he's got like a pair of those or something that makes him be able to see at night I, that's what i remember yeah <laughs> maybe that's wrong 
<laughs> I mean, maybe it's wrong. We'll just go with we're, we're, we're kicking him out, so we're going to keep going. Bye, Finn. Um, I've got Will Smith out. And I really? know that this is could be controversial yeah. because of how big a star he is. Yeah. Here's my argument for him out. So here's his, his list, his catalog. We're going to go from 95 to 07. Okay. Okay. Bad Boys. Yeah. Independence Day. Right. Men in Black. Yep. Enemy of the State. Wild Wild West is 95 to 99. Oh, Wild Wild West was so bad. But it is an action movie. Totally. And he's not bad in it. Right. It's just, it's a weird movie. Yeah. Then we jump, uh, we jump four years ahead is 03. Um, Bad Boys 2. 04 is I, Robot. Um, 07 is I Am Legend. And 2012 is Men in Black 3. So he's got Bad Boys 3. He's got Gemini Man. He's got Bright. He's got Suicide Squad. All in 2010s as well. Yeah. He's been a little bit more of a dramatic actor. Right. He's not held that in his hand, the action that he had so early in his career. It's what made him a star, but it isn't what defines his career. Yeah. And I, I respect him. Totally. But I don't think he gets. I don't think there's any chance he, we could debate him getting the belt. I think I agree with you. I actually prefer Will Smith whenever he's actually acting and and he's you know being a little bit more dramatic. I think he's at his best. I, I think he was fantastic in um, uh, Concussion, the one about the football right. injuries, yes. and he's playing South Amer- South African guy. Yeah, totally. Does the accent pulls yeah. it off? I think it's a really good movie. I think yeah. he's a good actor. Pursuit of Happiness, although not my favorite movie. Uh, I thought he did a really good job playing that character. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'm no no hate on Will Smith at all. But yeah. um, as far as action stars go, I don't think he's got quite the the depth. And I, I don't know if you noticed. I did skip Men in Black Two because it just needs to be avoided at all costs. <laughs> I've not seen it. I saw Men in Black One, and that's it. Um, he's great action in that movie. I mean, him running, chasing the alien at the very beginning, yeah. running up the circle stairwell. and Totally. You're like, they give you the all the understanding of like, this guy chased down an alien on foot, and even, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and everyone at the uh, Men in Black Academy. Bureau of yeah. Alien. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they're all like, I no one's ever done that before. We've yeah. never heard of that. So, you know. Uh, yeah, I just don't think, I don't think he can win i think he's gonna win some fan award but i don't think he can win the belt yeah um okay i got another one i want to knock off let let me take one off okay is that cool okay i think bruce willis has to go hmm interesting and die hard's like the penultimate like you know action movie of all time or whatever even though it got a terrible score on the episode (laughs) but bruce willis like he's Yes, he can play action. He plays it well. Okay. Uh-huh. But he is so much better when he's a comedic actor, I think. I think he's so funny in Death Becomes Her. Uh-huh. And like movies like that, it just completely takes him out of the running for me when it comes to uh, action star, like watching those kind of movies. So let's do his list. We've got Die Hard, you yeah. know, as a series. Yeah. Uh, I think one through four are pretty watchable. Two is kind of tough. Um, it felt like a cash grab sort of idea. Yeah. And then five is just really bad. Um, 
and he is another one that has very tight grips of what he does and contracts and what he will and won't allow the character to do of John McClane. That's so stupid. Yeah, it literally, they say that it took, on Live for Your Die Hard, the fourth one with Justin Long, that they spent like an extra two months shooting based on Bruce having to do rewrites and stuff. That all is the time. insane. Yeah. Um, so we got Die Hard, um, Armageddon. <laughs> Or as uh, Harvey Weinstein used to call it, our Megadon. Did he really? He went, oh, this our Megadon's going to be huge. Oh my god! <laughs> um, fifth huge e- movie sucked though. Fifth yeah. Element. I do like the Fifth Element. I like Armageddon. Do you really? It, it got a Criterion release. I can't believe that. Yeah. Um, fifth Element. Um, Chris Tucker. <laughs> uh-huh, again? Why is he not on this list? I don't know. <laughs> Um, he did a, a movie with Richard Gere called The Jackal, where he's like this ultimate killer guy. Did he play the love interest to Richard Gere? No, that was a gerbil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and uh, then Sin City. He again, was in Sin City, wasn't he? Again, not like a big action for him, but yeah. definitely an action movie and an interesting role for him. Yeah. But again, that's kind of his greatest hits. Right. There are a few others, Hudson Hawk and some others that we could maybe toss in there. But again, like you said, even like Looper is kind of a dramatic movie as opposed to a big action thing that we think of as like an action franchise. I know you don't love that movie the way that I do, but Looper is fantastic. Yeah. I wonder if he has it in his closet. If anyone ever plays a younger version of himself, they have to make themselves up to look like him. I think that that was a big problem (laughs) for that movie. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks stupid in that movie. Well, most people, when they saw it, didn't realize that he had had a prosthetic on. Yeah. And so they were just like, why is this movie so weird looking? And then they were like, <laughs> oh, he's Bruce Willis nosing it. And yeah. Chin, and like, yeah. just it's, it is an odd it's choice. It's bad. <laughs> I, think, I think taking Willis off is fair. Um, I'm going to do another kind of controversial one that I think some people may, um, you know, twinge out a little bit. I'm knocking Harrison Ford off. Okay. So I'm actually down with you on that. Would be my next one. So he has got three of the biggest and best franchises of all time. Sure. He's in Star Wars. And unfortunately, that has continued into the 2010s. <laughs> um, sorry, I like some of the newer ones. 77, 80, 83. He's only in the... He gets, he gets killed. Shh. Uh... <laughs> Um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Which, again, has four, but will soon be five. Yeah. Um, The fourth one is absolute trash. I honestly think it's really fun to watch, but it doesn't necessarily feel like the other movies. Yeah. But the, um, the bad guy, the story is not bad. It's some of the execution. And then the final set piece and everything is... Fuck George Lucas is all I have to say. Yeah. He is the he killed that movie totally. Uh, but I, I I didn't dislike that they brought what's her face back from um, Lost Ark and that he has a son thing. It's not the worst, even though Shia's a greaser, which is a little odd, but totally it's weird. Period appropriate. So totally. whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I can dig on that movie. I'll watch it again, but just. As a popcorn movie, not as a... I think this was great. Should I watch it again? Should I give it another shot? No, you don't have to. You know, it's funny because, like, I think of Aliens, which is kind of, like, what we're dealing with in this movie. 
I think of that as being so far fetched, but so is the fucking Last Crusade. And the, yes, and, yeah. I mean, it well, does, totally. And <laughs> ripping hearts out in a cave <laughs> it, it, with a fire pit. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. Like so. Okay, so let's do uh, Temple of Doom. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is my hot take on Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom is not good. Oh, I love Temple of Doom. And so what? This cult, this religious cult, finds this cave. With a fire pit in the middle of like a stage <laughs> area, they just did. They build this. Did they bring the fire in. Yeah, they brought lava. Yeah, into the no. Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> this will be perfect for us. Did they have a, a a real estate guy being like, this is the the torture cave you've it's been looking in for? Yeah, they don't have realtors back then. Back then, <laughs> that's the oh my my. Bad. What is it set in like the thirties or something? I think that one's forties. Yeah. Um. It, I, I just I have lots of problems with that. Um, not to mention, I think Short Round is just doesn't need to be a character. Oh come on! He, he's basically Doctor Jones. He's basically a whiny dog <laughs> with like bad uh, accents. I don't know. I it just I have a lot of problems. Short with Round it. is charming. I don't like watching it. <laughs> and the love interest. I and I'm I'm so bad at the names of this movie because I just don't watch it. She's just yelling indie, yeah, indie, she's indie, bad. and whining. And well, but you know who that is, don't you? I do. Yeah. It's Spielberg's wife. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, she's bad. Anyway. She's she's awful. And you, Kate, what's her name? Capshaw. Capshaw. And you, I don't ever remember seeing her in another thing ever again. I mean, I don't know that I would have been like, oh, look, it's... Because I, I yeah. just don't. I don't have that connection to her, but... Yeah. Okay, so his third big franchise, and uh, I love these movies, is Blade Runner. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And and the craziest part is uh what came out in 2017 and 82. Like for there to be a sequel that many years later is wild. No bad, one does yeah. that. And it's it's not the greatest movie, it's not the greatest sequel ever. It's beautiful though. Yeah. It's epic. It's really interesting. 2049. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um he's done um Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, Air Force One, the all fugitive. in the 90s. Come on. I know, The Fugitive, but I'm, I'm going to talk about that a little bit different. So, sure. his action chops tend to be either in sci-fi or really in um, a thriller genre more than action. Yeah. So, I've got Witness, Frantic, Presumed Innocent, and Fugitive. Yeah. They're kind of more thrillers than they are totally. action movies. Totally. And that's kind of where he's the best. Yeah. He's great. Indiana Jones is great. Star Wars, whatever. You can, you know, again, I love Blade Runner. I don't know. I think he's kind of best as, like, the the guy beaten down that has to rise above yeah. thing. Um, Regarding Henry. Oh, no. I don't think that's an action movie. Yeah, but, I mean, that's an example of him being sure. beaten down and coming yeah. back up. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's even, even a movie like Sabrina, where he's just... Um, he's kind of a lost man, doesn't know who he is, but he's successful in business, and then he finds himself throughout the movie. Yeah. I mean, he is a uh, redemption story kind of guy, totally. for sure. And that's why Indiana Jones is so good. That's why Star Wars is so good, his part at least, because I have hot takes on Star Wars too. We're not going to go into that. <laughs> um, so we're in, we're knocking Harrison off. Yeah. Which, uh, again, like some of, these are some of the best actors ever. Yeah. But they're not action stars. Right. They're, I mean, they're not the one that's going to get the belt. Exactly. Yeah. Um, who else is next? Who else gets the wrath? 
<laughs> um, we're going to jump around. Um, again, we're not doing this in order. We're going to discuss and then rank. So let's jump to Stallone. Okay. These, are you taking Stallone off the list, or so you just want to talk about him? These, uh, the rest of these are, are the debate. Those are the, those are the only ones I think I can take off. Who well, are we left with? Let's let's do one. Let's knock one more off. Okay, make it a little easier. Sure, we'll knock it down to six okay. instead of seven. Okay, I think we have to take the Rock off. Totally, I'm totally. He's too recent. Yeah, recency bias. So his first real action anything is Rundown. Did you see this movie? Nope. Okay, never heard of it. Um, how about, <laughs> it's the um, is it Sean William Scott? And I they're hate in like the woods or something. I forget. It's been a long time since I've seen it. He did Walking Tall, which was a remake. Never Walk, saw it. Walk Tall, Carry a Big Stick. That's where that comes from. From the Roosevelt quote. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so um, uh, he's the chief of police in a small town, casino, bad guys, whatever. It's a decent movie. And it's the, the original is pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, he does Doom, which is supposed to be this huge movie. It's going to broadcast. He is an action star. He's still kind of half in wrestling at this point, too. Yeah. And jumping back and forth. And this is his big break. Didn't really pan out. You know what's funny about that is I played so much Doom as a kid. Didn't give a shit about going and seeing this movie. Mm. <laughs> the movie didn't look like the game. It right. looked like Resident Evil. Yeah. And, you know, not that they're that far off as far as game and play goes, but... Yeah, does not not great. I yeah. think they're still trying to work on a Doom something that will work someday. And I think they did an animated something at one point that may have been more liked. Similar to when they were doing like the animated Mortal Kombat stuff. Oh yeah. I think they did that. Yeah. Um he now has his big success in the fast franchise, as do a handful of these people. Um Fast Five, Six, Seven, and Eight feature the rock. Do they really? Mm-hmm. And he is a good addition. Um, he's also got Hobbs and Shaw, which is the side project with Statham. Yeah. Um, it's not a good movie. Gotcha. It's very over the top. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the A-Team remake with Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper and stuff. Ever saw it. Feels like that. It's a, it's a very CG green screen sort of moments where you're like, oh, this is not... I don't know how many pieces are practical but not enough yeah sort of thing um he did one of the gi joe movies i haven't even heard of those <laughs> i mean you know who gi joe i is. know who they are but i didn't know they made movies well they're the third one is coming out or it came out like two weeks ago really yeah it's called snake eyes never even heard of that uh joseph gordon levitt was snake eyes in the first gi joe movie and then um of course the rock is sergeant slaughter which is or is it Sergeant Slaughter? He doesn't look like Sergeant Slaughter at all. With the glasses. At least not like the action whatever. figure I used to I have. Know. <laughs> um, uh, he did Hercules, which again, is not a good movie. <laughs> San Andreas, actually pretty good. Yeah. I like San Andreas. Yeah. I have not seen any of these. Um, Skyscraper. <laughs> Never saw Which it. is literally just Towering Inferno, but it's not that movie. It's not a remake. It just is different. And then the two Jumanji movies. So, I've seen. I guess I've only seen The Rock in one thing, and that in would be, one thing ever. I think so. The, the Mummy movie where he's the Scorpion. Oh, Scorpion <laughs> King! I forgot. I didn't even have that one on the list because it's so forgettable. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And that's like the side project of the Brendan Fraser series, right? Which is so crazy. Brendan Fraser should have been on this fucking list. 
for what? <laughs> I mean, then let's add Polly Shore and the Xeno Man. No, 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 no. The Mummy is incredible, man. The, the original. The original, that is. Aren't there like three of them? I, I only remember two. Man, there think, probably are three. I think they. In, oh, there's two. It's him and Rachel Weiss, which That's is right. super crazy. And Rachel Weiss is so fucking hot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, Daniel Craig may have something to say about that. Sure, yeah. Um, He'd probably agree with me. I mean, since he's uh, married to her. Fair. I mean, that's not where I was going with that. But uh, yeah, I don't think it was a. De- he was going to debate you, <laughs> pro or con. But, just punch me in the face. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. That was my point. So we're taking the rock off. Okay. Yeah, by rock. Um, I don't smell what the rock is cooking. Is he a good cook? Well, has apparently. He, has he not come out with a cookbook yet? <laughs> you would think. He needs to. Get on it, rock. Um, rock and roll. Um, <laughs> I'm out of here. Okay, so we got uh, Stallone. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Keanu. Okay, yeah. JCVD. Uh-huh. And Cruz. Okay. All right. Five down to five. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna we're, we'll do a discussion on the five, and then we'll we'll, re- we'll maybe we can rank all five. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Totally. At least three. Um, okay. Let's do Stallone. So Stallone is where we start getting into a better body of work. He's totally. doing better movies, but also continuously making them. Yeah. Never really stops. Um, and he looks different in every movie from all the plastic surgery he had, which is kind of cool because you don't think it's the same guy, but <laughs> in every movie he looks different. Every single one. I think you've only seen like three. <laughs> um, okay. So we're going to do, we're going to start at the beginning and you know, there's some stuff before this, but the big, where he becomes an action guy starts probably with Rocky. His porno movie that he did. That's that one too. <laughs> um, so, a 76 is Rocky. 79 is number two. Are you Adrian? 82 is three. <laughs> 85 is four. So, that's his stretch in the, for Rocky in the 80s. When did the first one come out? 76. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That does not sound right. Um, wow. Then we jump in, in there as well. So, by three, the same year in 82, he does Rocky three and Rambo First Blood. Wow. Um, 85 is Rocky Four and First Blood Part Two, which is one of the weirdest titles totally ever. Totally First Two. Uh-huh. You can't do that. And um, it's like the Lone Rangers. Then he does Rambo Three in '88. Right before that, he does Cobra and Over the Top, the arm wrestling classic. I remember that one. Um, and then '89 Tango and Cash. Again, not the best movie over time, but you know, action pre- movie. Pretty good '80s yeah. as far as like depth and range and you know he's writing a bunch of these movies he's working with his brother um all the stuff is it's pretty strong um jump to the 90s we're gonna do rocky five which we don't need to rewatch. <laughs> um stop or my mom will shoot is 92 i see this on an airplane for the first time no had the best time <laughs> loved it wasn't it the little lady from uh what movie I felt like she was like selling cookies as well in a commercial or something. Something. She's very small. Yeah. I, I liked her. She's very good. I, yeah. Is it? Was she on Golden Girls? That's what I was going to say. She, uh, yeah. Is, is, maybe. Is it Estelle Getty? Maybe. Oof. I'll have to look at I up. have not watched this movie in. <laughs> so it came out, what, 92? Probably watched it in 94. Exactly. I think that's whenever I watched it, too. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. While well, you're looking that up, 
Um, 93, Demolition Man and Cliffhanger. Demolition Man and Cliffhanger? And Cliffhanger. Holy shit. Well, one of those is a good movie. Oh, I don't know which one you're going to say. <laughs> um, 94 is The Specialist. And then to round out his 90s is Judge Dredd. <laughs> I do remember which, that. The famous thing about Judge Dredd is he never takes his helmet off. Right. Within the first 10 minutes, he takes the helmet off. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just already over yeah. as far as fans go. That's right. <laughs> um, he does Assassins with um, Antonio Banderas. And he does Daylight. Do you remember Daylight? I don't. Daylight has his son in it. Oh. His actual son. Interesting. Uh, there's a bridge or tunnel that uh, collapses. And he has to go in and get everyone out. But there's like fumes and it's underwater and going through corridors and there's 10 people. And it's actually a really fun, good watch. Yeah. It's not a great movie, but it's, I mean, Sloan's good. Sure. And he's kind of at his peak at this point, honestly. It's not his peak as far as where he was at his most powerful. Right. He's just as, he knows who he is. Um, around that time, he's also got like Copland, which again, more drama than whatever, but he's, you know, he's still in Oscar talks at certain times. You don't have a body like that and like not. Oh, where are we going? I'm just going to say like, of course he's going to be typecast in a certain way, but he also does movies outside of the big muscle man, mm-hmm. you know, persona as well. But he's also, he is a. He's a creator, not yeah. just a celebrity, not yeah. just an actor. He's making, producing his own movies. Totally. He's writing things. Yeah. I think he was directing some at some point. Um, he's an interesting fella. I mean, yeah. he really has um, had a really interesting career. Um, in the Since 2000, big action franchises are Expendables, yeah. 1, 2, and 3. Have you seen these? I have not. Really fun movies. I mean, he brings in Arnold. He brings in... Uh, Willis Bruce Willis he brings in Harrison Ford he brings in um, Jason Statham uh, what's the Drago what's his real name he's like a scientist guy you know what I'm talking about no from Rocky 4 Red Sonia like God, I, I don't remember his, his name, name. God, I can't say his name um, <laughs> someone's gonna punch me in the face for this but um, anyway it's just Jean-Claude Van Damme is in one of them. Uh, they're really well-rounded cast. Like, Jet Li is in it. Like, the cast for this is every action star you've ever wanted. Um, it, I, I I like these movies a lot. Yeah. I own all three Expendables movies. Gotcha. I don't watch them every year. Yeah. But if you said, let's watch all three, I'd be like, I'm in. Yeah. Well, this, this will be I'm a fun sure night. they're a lot of fun. They're great. Yeah. They're silly, but they don't feel... Super cheesy, bad. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I really, I really, really enjoy him. Uh, he did The Escape Plan. Do you know this movie? Um, it's the one where he's the professional prison um, builder. No, I haven't. And seen so it. he gets put into prisons and then figures out how he can escape. That actually to, sounds very to interesting. Titan Security. Yeah. So he does one pretty good. It's him and, and uh, Schwarzenegger. And he does the second one. Not as good. Didn't yeah. work as well. Um, That's a one and done movie. It is. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Creed. One oh, and yeah. two. Yeah. Um, you know, he's still working. He gets nominated for an Oscar for Creed. He's setting up Michael B. Jordan. He writes this movie. Like, it's all 
really, really, really interesting. He's, he's doing good stuff. So, yeah. Michael um, B. Jordan's a really good looking guy. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about more about men's bodies. What else do you have to say? I can't wait to keep going down the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I like Stallone. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you pretty like he's th- fucking Rambo. Yeah. I mean, you, we're not kicking him do? off the list yet. Okay. No, no, we're not. We're not kicking anyone <laughs> off yet. We've got to do the, the five. Yeah. Okay. So we got Stallone. Let's jump to someone. It might be considered more recent, but you know we're really talking like what thirty years? Yeah. Of work with Keanu. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So Keanu, one of the more interesting careers as far as an actor goes. I love the places he's gone. I like um, that he started off as kind of like an indie guy um, and has done continuous action throughout his career. We talked about it in the episode about that he's one of the highest trained uh, actual stars as far as stunts go. Right. He's doing as, as much of his own as he can and this is reasonable. He's a motorcycle aficionado. He shoots guns. He's, he's really, it's become a part of his lifestyle, not just the movies. Um, so let's start, we're gonna start 91 and we're, we're actually going to talk about this movie because it's been highly debated. 91 is point break. Yeah. So it's been brought up by me on the action movies, but it's also been brought up, I think by Omar in, um, forget what episode it was. Yeah. But he, same. he brought it up a while yeah. back and both times you said, I, I have, have not, not seen, seen this, this movie. movie. Yeah. Have you seen this movie yet? We just got through watching it. We just watched it <laughs> right before this. Um, because uh, I we've been discussing that we always have uh, movies we say we haven't seen, but we should go watch now. So I put uh, put the hammer down and said, we're watching this movie so you can not, not uh, say I haven't seen it ever again. Yeah. So what do you think about this movie? What's your take on, on Point Break after all of the I haven't seen it votes? It was uh, so much fun. I, I do have this to say. Whenever I saw, I guess, like a trailer for this movie back in the day, I thought it was just a surfing movie. And I said, no, thanks. And I just never looked back. But really, surfing is just maybe like 5% of this movie. Uh, there's all sorts of other action that's involved, like skydiving, I think is probably equally as important as surfing in this movie. Um, you also have like the chase scenes that were really cool. Uh, you know, the, the one scene whenever, um, they're doing the stakeout or whatever at, uh, uh, Anthony Kiedis's house. And, uh, you know, like it, it's just really, it was a lot of fun. And, Gary Busey was great. I know. Gary yeah. Busey is kind of, he makes it, in, yeah. in, and including, <laughs> I can't, I blanked on his name again, the police chief. Right, right, right. Uh, FBI. Not Lumberg. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, Chris immediately was like, oh, he's in office space. Yeah. Uh, he's in, he's been a bunch of stuff. I can't say his name. Was he kind of looks like Weird Al Yankovic. Does he? I think so. Well, that's interesting. I think take. they're similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't remember his name though, but yeah, what an interesting movie. And like, if I had known that it was a John, cop movie, John McGinley. Okay, gotcha. If from I had Scrubs, known, right? Totally from Scrubs. Yes. Yeah. I, probably more people know him from that than Office Space, I would imagine. Yes. But uh, but yeah, like if I had known this movie was you know 
so well-rounded as far as action goes. I would have totally watched it a long time ago. I just thought it was a fucking surf movie, and I thought you guys were nerds. So what? what's your <laughs> what's your, your take on, uh, on Swayze? Because you've always said yeah. he's only good in Donnie Darko. Well, I don't know. No, I've said that he, his best performance is Donnie Darko. But what's the... You, you don't like Roadhouse. And you, no, it's and okay. You, and you don't like... Too Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I so. think he's okay. I think he's okay in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I think he was great in Point Break. Totally. I, I loved his character. Um, but his character was kind of all over the place. Yeah. At first, he's, he's I, kind of, he's, you don't realize it at the beginning, but he's kind of having a mental breakdown yeah. from this crazy life he's been living totally. for the past like five or six years. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Know? Yeah. He's a bank robber, extreme sports surfer that's traveling the world and right. robbing banks to stay alive. Like, yeah. it's a not, it can't be easy. And for some sort of philosophical purpose of, yes. like, you know, anti capitalism. He's justified. Yeah. Uh, he's justified his actions. And, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of, there's, there's a lot to peel back on the onion of this totally. movie. Yeah. Um, so I'll be curious, uh, in, in three to five years what you, think about this movie or if you go back to it or whatever yeah. i'll watch it again for sure i thought it's, it was fun i yeah. had a great time it's a good uh watch it with a group movie too totally it, it totally works yeah um okay so back to keanu we we're starting with point break we're gonna we're, we're negating bill and ted as an action movie it yeah. could be bill the uh, excellent journey is better than or excellent adventure is better than bogus journey uh as far as action goes sure yeah the other is much more Bizarre and silly. Yeah, totally. I mean, they go to hell, literally. And they knock themselves off of a cliff and use homophobic language. Yeah, they do a lot of things that don't hold up. It's weird. Um, (laughs) Okay, this is a weird one. Do you remember Johnny Mnemonic? I remember Johnny Mnemonic, and I remember hating it. (laughs) Do you remember that it came on an orange VHS? No. Yeah. The the actual (laughs) tape was neon orange. Um... Followed up with 96 and Chain Reaction. Yeah. Um, Morgan Freeman. Totally. Movie. More kind of a thriller, but pretty good. Yeah. Um, then we jump to 99. Maybe his most famous role is The Matrix. Totally. And fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I skip Speed as well. Um, we give it its time on the episode. Oh, yeah. But Speed's in there as well in the 90s. Yeah. So that's his 90s. Pretty so- solid 90s. Not a whole lot. He's still working in a bunch of other things in this period. Yeah. He's doing Sweet November. He's yep. doing A Walk in the Clouds. He's doing some dramatic love interest sort of things as well. Because My he, own he, private Idaho. He got those roles based off of speed, honestly. Yeah. The, the love interest with Sandra. Everyone said, hey, let's put him in a rom-com. Let's put him in whatever. Um, and then he also does um, uh, Devil's Advocate yeah. with uh, Pacino. That's which right. Is, one of the best overacting performances in a movie ever. I love that movie. Um, Which I was actually surprised did not make our religious movies. I know. I mean, honestly, it's it's so much fun, but it, it, like that and Stigmata and a, yeah. a couple of other movies from that time kind of came out and they don't really work no. the way that they need to. But that one is so weird and fun. Yeah. That one's, it's a crazy movie. Yeah. Um, 03... Is both the same year, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions. Boo. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we had a debate off mic a couple weeks ago about these movies, and you, you say no. I think that as far as action and set pieces and 
camera work and fights and choreography, they're kind of unmatched and and honestly better than the first one. Uh, Not story, action, fights. I don't know. They have the whole upside down fight on the ceiling. Yeah, there's Um, the car chase. There's the car chase on the highway with the little, the albino guys. Right. Um, There's the key master thing. (laughs) Um, There's the final fight with all the the machines coming in where they're in the transformer robot things and shooting everyone. It's full of action. There's a lot of really good action. And the fights are really great. I mean... Even the, uh, you remember in the second one, the fight with Agent Smith and the little playground, yeah. and there's 150 of them that right, show up. Yeah. It's, t- it's totally right out of like, Kill Bill kind of stole that with yeah. the crazy 88 spike. Totally. totally. It, it, everything works. It's really great. Choreography's great. Fights are great. You know, the, the epic, um, this is the most important story ever told thing kind of falls apart. Yeah. But, you know, it's not really a religious movie anyway. People just acted like it was going to be right. this religious thing. Well, and it did create the whole mythos of are we living in the Matrix now, which is an actual like psychological philosophical theory. thing. Yeah. yeah, people actually believe it. I mean, even Elon Musk believes mm-hmm. it. Yeah, assimilation theory. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned the scene where all those Agent Smiths come and attack him in the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, famously parodied on the MTV Movie Awards yeah. with... Uh, uh, the guy you hate. From the, the that's right. <laughs> I was trying to think of his name. Uh, Sean William Scott. Yeah, and Justin yeah. Timberlake. That's right. Is the is the Oracle? Yeah. Well, he's the one. Wanda Sykes is the Oracle. Oh, that's right. Oh, was it Justin Timberlake or? Yeah, Sean William Scott is the is the bad guy, right? I don't think he's the bad guy. I think they're just both there, and and I don't really know how it works out or whatever. No, Sean William Scott is. He's playing Agent Smith. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I think you're the, right. He does the you're weird right, voice. Right. And, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Timberlake's playing Neo. Yeah. Yeah, that was so funny. It was funny. They did a couple <laughs> Matrix parodies. I liked when the MTV Movie Awards used to do the parodies. One totally. of my favorite ones yeah. is the Jimmy Fallon uh, hosted one, and he does Batman Begins, and he gets in the car with Batman. Oh, and they're and, trying and to like... He, but he, it's this driver's picking him up to go to the show, yeah. and it's Batman. He goes, Batman? My driver's freaking Batman. <laughs> and he's doing his very Jimmy Fallon thing. Pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, and then he does like a Star Wars parody and yeah. some other things. I think it was like 05 or something like that. Yeah. I, I You know, those parodies are fun. Yeah. I, I like that kind of stuff. Back in the day, those were a lot of fun. Um, so Matrix, you know, uh, as, a, as a franchise, it's a good franchise. As individual movies, maybe not so much. Yeah. Um, and even if you really start breaking down number one. It has some big holes and issues with love interest and story and everything. So Nope. It's um, perfect. <laughs> 05 is Constantine. Yeah. Which is another one that everyone thought would be on the religious episode. Totally. Um, 06 is Street Kings and The Day the Earth Stood Still. Do you know those? Not seen either of those. Okay. Day the Earth Stood Still is Scott Derrickson directed who did uh, Doctor Strange. He did Sinister. Uh, Ooh, Sinister's scary. Exorcism, Emily Rose. Yeah. Um, really good director, writer. He did, like, the fifth Hellraiser movie as, like, one of his first projects. It's pretty interesting. It is interesting. Um, and Keanu does this really great performance in that, where he's the alien. And they're doing the... The trailer was the... They're doing the test on him, the lie detector test. And they say, you know, are you human? And he says, my body is. 
Interesting. Like he's giving this really scary performance of this uh, otherworldly person, not dissimilar to the Neo performance. And it's him and Jennifer Connelly. And, um, but, uh, what's her name? Um, from uh, misery. I can't say her name. Oh, um, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates is in this movie and literally came up to Scott Derrickson and was like, I don't want to be in this scene. He's terrifying me. And they said that his eyes dilated completely and they were almost all black just by his body reacting and how he was acting. He's a good actor. Yeah. He's just not always cast in the right things for him. Right. And where his strength is. Right. Um, I think it's a cool movie. It, it It's one of the ones that fell apart due to the writer's strike. Mm. So the third act didn't get written completely. Was that 2006? 2006, yeah. Yeah. But shot no five. Right. So. Yeah. Um, and then Street Kings is Antoine Fuqua, who did Training Day. Okay. So it's kind of his big follow-up to that. And it's a very gritty crime, cop, police, tough story with a great cast. Um, totally holds up still. Um, he does in 2013, he's, he's kind of had a little hiatus from action, jumps back in and everyone's really excited about these two movies, same year, um, man of Tai Chi and 47 Ronin. Most people did not love these movies. 47 Ronin feels like a crouching tiger, hidden dragon wire, effects sort of uh asian movie it's interesting it's pretty um i love man of tai chi it's a foreign language film keanu is the big bad at the end um and i think he directed this i forget exactly but is really good it's got some really great fights in it if you're into martial arts it's totally worth watching um i almost always call it man of chai tea though (laughs) i don't know why i always flip that um, we get in the mood for some nice chai tea. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2014, 2017, 2019, John Wick, John Wick 2, John Wick 3. This is where he's doing, putting all his focus right now. Yeah. He's an older guy. I mean, he's getting up there. Um, when we're talking a 30-year career here, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. He's got Matrix 4 coming out this year and John Wick 4 next year. Wow. So he's still doing the action thing. He's not, yeah. he's not giving up. And... I'm still interested in his career. I mean, if he's in a movie, I want to see it. Yeah. And plus, like, on a personal level, he's, like, the nicest guy in Hollywood. Great guy. Yeah. Like, goes out of his way to just be really cool to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Kathy Bates. Mm, Right. (laughs) He did show up in, like, the Netflix movie, like, the some rom-com, I forget. And he shows up at dinner and is really hilarious. So, I forget what the movie's called. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um... I, Keanu's a strong contender. I agree. I can't. I, 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 just, I thought maybe he could get ruled out, but I don't think he can. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else should we do? One thing we have to also take note of is like, are we talking about, you know, uh, does the belt go to the person who has the best movies, the most action in the movies? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, that's going to be interesting as we figure out who our number one is. Because is it going to be the guy that's the best actor, mm-hmm. the guy that has the most action movies? The guy that, you know, has the best movies. Mm-hmm. You know, who's it going to be? I don't know. Um, so let's jump to one that is definitely not the best actor. <laughs> We're going to go with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, JCVD. How do you feel about him? He just has a 
as a star, as a, a entertainer, as a man, as a guy that also is sometimes hard to understand. The first truly action movie I ever remember watching is mm-hmm. Kickboxer yeah. with Jean-Claude, or Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I remember as a kid knowing that his voice was strange. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's understandable. Yes. I, as a kid, I, I'm not worried about his acting. I'm not worried about any of that. He isn't. It, the only thing I don't understand is why American military man John Dukes is from <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Europe <laughs> for any reason. Whatever. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those people that never really attempted. They just wrote a line of yeah. why he has the weird accent. Right, totally. And, I mean, the same thing happens with Schwarzenegger all the time as well. Sure. And, but, you know, with, with, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, where were you born? He's like, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you just don't buy it. Like, dude, you're from Brussels. Come on. Come on. I've been to Belgium. I know what you guys sound like. Uh, but, you know, like, uh, yeah, he... I, I, he was great in that movie, like as far as action goes. Mm-hmm. And then I'll never forget, like he was in that movie Time Cop. And then let's just go through the list. Yeah, yeah real let's quick. do it. Let's do it. Okay, so there, you know, we're we're not doing everything. These are real greatest hits, and sure. also through the decades. So we're not talking every movie. Um, Eighty-eight, Bloodsport, yeah, and Black Eagle. Black yeah. Eagle, lesser known, but still really good early or ladies action. 89 is Cyborg and Kickboxer. Yeah. Have you seen Cyborg? I have not seen Cyborg. Cyborg's great from that time. Um, 90 is Lionheart and Death Warrant. Both of them really good. Lionheart is he's a he's a street fighter. He's getting paid to do these high-dollar street fights and private parties and things like that. Yeah. Um, 91, maybe my favorite one. It's close. Double Impact. He plays himself and his brother <laughs> in the same movie. Um, I love this movie. It's so weird. He's playing two parts. I mean, I, I don't know. Something about it. Just It works for me so well. Yeah. Um, 92, Universal Soldier. Yeah. 93, Hard Target and Nowhere to Run. Yeah. Now the budgets are getting bigger. The, they're more mainstream. You know, they're really cashing in on John claude Hard Target also is, I think, the first John Woo American-directed movie. So it's got the doves. Do you know this movie, Hard Target? No. Hard Target is Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, is in New Orleans, and there is a group of people in New Orleans that for rich whoever you are, some rich person can pay to track down and hunt a homeless man. Oh, okay. So the homeless man gifts... 20 grand if he can get from here, from essentially the, uh, what's the district called? I always forget. The Bourbon Street oh, Bourbon sort Street. of area. Yeah, yeah. If you can get from Bourbon Street area all the way to the water on this dock, then you get 10, 20, 30 grand, whatever the money is. But there's all these guys with guns and motorcycles and bows and arrows and all these kinds of things to kill the person. Um, so this woman comes to town looking for her dad and he's been killed in New Orleans and she's looking for him and she hires Jean-Claude to help track him down. And, uh, so then they start killing these guys and they're hunting them. Um, but the best part is he goes to his house in like the woods where he grew up and his, uh, I guess it's his dad. I, I don't remember exactly the, the thing is, uh, 
Oh my gosh, well, I'm going to blank. I'm, I'm, my brain is really weird today. I don't know why I can't remember anyone's names. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is his dad. <laughs> um, it's, oh. Christopher Lambert. His dad is Wilford Brimley. Oh God. Does he have diabetes in this movie? <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he's, he, Wilford Brimley is doing a very Southern Cajun accent. Yeah. And Jean-Claude is not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say he's not doing the same accent. So I don't know how their accent, whatever. Yeah. It's the whole that conversation. Yeah, totally. So good though. And yeah. it's like real like booby trap kind of fighting. And one of my very favorite scenes is he's in the woods with this woman and she, he says, be still, close your eyes. And she thinks he's going to kiss her for the first time. And he's moving kind of close. She closes her eyes and the camera pans and you hear a guitar. <laughs> and there's a snake lowering right behind her about to strike. Jean-Claude reaches behind her head, grabs the snake, holds the snake tight, and then punches it and knocks the snake out. <laughs> he does two punches. <laughs> and the snake is down for the count. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> so good. Oh, it's so funny. Um, hard Target. I love Hard Target. Wow. Uh, 94, Street Fighter and Time Cop. Yeah. Have you seen... When was the last time you saw Time Cop? It's since it came out. Need to watch that one again. Yeah. It is wonderful. Yeah. It's so weird. My most memorable moment is that... Splits. Yes. Yeah. He jumps up in the kitchen yeah. at a corner. Yeah. And puts both legs on the counter and is in a split while the floor gets electrocuted. Yeah. And it saves him while other people get hurt. Yeah. So weird. And he's got the mullet yeah. again. And just, oh. <laughs> Jean-Claude, just a beautiful man. Um, but, 90, but Street Fighter. I know. I know. So I was, awful. I, I mean, he's playing an American colonel. I, again, <laughs> with the, yeah. Um, yeah, tough. Uh, Raul Julia, though, I love him. So great. And he's good in this movie. Yeah. Um, His last movie. Can you believe it? That's his legacy. Oh, Uh, sick. Anyway, I I like this movie a lot. It's fun. I enjoy Street Fighter. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's better than Mortal Kombat as far as a film goes. Definitely, in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd probably put on Mortal Kombat first, though. Honestly, <laughs> uh, such a weird movie. I and actually rewatched it yesterday just got, for fun. He's got the wait, which one? Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so awful. Yeah, uh, but Jean Claude's got the the flat top in this too. Yeah, which totally. is really funny. Yeah, Guile. <laughs> um, Ninety five sudden death. Then I'm not actually going to name anything after this. It's not worth naming. He is an action star still. He does the quest. He does a bunch of movies that a lot of them feel similar. Yeah. Or recycled. Yeah. A lot of them go straight to DVD. A lot goes straight to streaming. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of them. Yeah. I've seen probably everything from, I mean, from 88 to about 2010. Yeah. Maybe a little after. Every I've picked a couple here and there to watch that looked interesting. And he did the meta one about himself called JCVD. Yeah. Have you seen this? I have not, but it's, I've heard about it. It's worth watching. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially he's playing himself, but it's a artificial version of himself where yeah. his career has fallen off. He's not so famous anymore. Um, and he uh, is going to rob a bank, essentially, to pay the 
bills to get what he needs done. Well, he's going to have to because his movies are tanking. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> it, it was, it's interesting. It was interesting that he was self-aware enough to do this. I, kind of, I really kind of appreciated that. It's not yeah. a great film. Um, but as far as being making yourself sort of relevant for a minute, yeah. I, I definitely thought it was an interesting movie. You know what's so funny? You mentioned The Quest. That movie is what I imagine a fighting game movie would look like. Right. Because it's literally just them going to a tournament and then going up the ranks of fighting everybody. Well, so, so Kickboxer, yeah, totally. Bloodsport, yep. and The Quest yep. are kind of all the same movie. Absolutely. And even, honestly, Lionheart is kind of a... He's battling certain people. It's not yeah. quite the going through the ranks. Yep. Um, we, can we debate this real quick? Sure. Kickboxer versus Bloodsport. I know you saw Kickboxer first. Yeah. I think Bloodsport's the better movie. Though. It is the better movie, subjectively, or excuse me, objectively. Okay. Uh, but I have some sort of an affinity for Kickboxer, and I know it's crazy because his brother in that movie is an American guy with an American Again, accent. Yes. And they are. But he's adopted, I believe. Well, either way. I mean, come on. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and you know they could be further. I don't know. It, it's just you have to really suppress reality mm-hmm. to be into that movie. And as a kid. That's what you suppress reality, for sure. <laughs> My first R-rated movie in theaters was Hard Target. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Look at that. So Jean-Claude is definitely a big thing for me. Yeah. And I'm watching these movies from 88 and about 90. So yeah. I'm six right. watching them. Yeah, totally. Um, what will your Hard Target come out? 93. So I'm nine. <laughs> going to my first R-rated movie. My mom was not happy about this. My dad took me. They were divorced when I was six. I watched a lot of shit with him that I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. Um. The other thing you have to mention with Jean-Claude, the buns. He has got one of the greatest asses in Hollywood and loves to show it off. Well, of course. I mean, if you've got it, flaunt it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And so, interesting thing, he's always wearing tidy whities but they're not white. They're always, they're like navy jockeys. They're maroon. Yeah. But he's always in some tight underwear in these movies. Totally. Really funny. The other thing you have to mention, the dance in Bloodsport. Right. In the bar, he gets drunk, and he goes, start dancing, and he's doing the little shake and the hips, and he's wearing the, like, the overall kind of with no shirt thing that's tight, and really weird movie, weird choice. He did the dance. He he taught Conan the dance on an episode of his his show. Really good. I like it a lot. That's funny. JCVD. He's tough to... That's a strong one. He's a strong sure. contender. He for sure is. All of these are, are getting... It's getting harder and harder to say no. Yeah. Um, okay, who do we have left? Tom Cruise. Okay. Let's do... Let's jump to Arnold. Cool. Because Arnold's going to take a minute. Yeah. So, um, I haven't re-watched these, but I, I'm, I just saw where they're streaming now. And I'm going to watch the Conan movies again. Yeah. Because I'm just interested now that we've been going through all this. Right. So, Arnold really gets kicking in 82 with Conan the Barbarian. Love the movie. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. But, I, and I, I do think Conan the Destroyer is the better movie. Totally. But yeah. Barbarian is R, and the other one I think is PG. Yeah. Which is weird. Totally. Um, do you remember his speech? No, I don't remember his speech. You don't remember the speech? The, I watched this when I was a kid. But what, what is great in life? Do you know this? Do you no. know the setup? He says to, um, like crush your enemies, drive them, uh, take their women or something. Hear the the lamentation of their women. (laughs) 
it's a weird little speech. It's so funny, though. I, yeah. I love that little quote. I kind of almost wish we could just insert it right there because it's so <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, what is great in life? And that's the, the, his response. Uh, in 84, also Terminator, which we talked about. 84, very famous. Yeah. Um, 85, Red Sonja and Commando. Red Sonja is Brigitte Nielsen, um, who's uh, Flava Flav. Stallone's wife at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. She um, later goes to Flava Flav. Yes. In a, <laughs> let's just say a, a low period of her life. <laughs> um, Commando's really good. It's an interesting movie. Um, 86, Raw Deal. Really good movie. Not It's kind of slept on. Um, 87, Running Man and Predator. Yeah. Pretty great year for, for that, 87. Yeah. Um, 88 is Red Heat and Twins. Twins! So funny. Well, Twins is an action movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a comedy. Yeah, totally. It's, it's slow as far as the action goes, but yeah. I, would, I would count it. Um, 90, Kindergarten Cop and Total Recall. Oh my god. Um, 91, Terminator 2. Yeah. 93, Last Action Hero. Yeah. Very meta movie. Yep. Which was huge for kids our age. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was literally like Three Ninjas, Sidekicks, and Last Action Hero were the staples at anyone's like sleepover. That's right. Um, 94, maybe his best movie in my opinion. True Lies? True Lies. Yeah, it's great. It's so, it does not exist digitally. Does it not? It does not exist anywhere. Golly, that's crazy. Um, 96... Another good double feature, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Knew you were going to say that. And Eraser. I never saw Eraser. Eraser is really good. Is it? It is very, like, action-focused. Lots of guns. Lots of good fight scenes. All that stuff. Uh, my mom, I put it on one time to watch it. Around that time. Like, at 97, 98. Put it on 10 minutes in. My mom's excited because she loves True Lies. Loves True Lies put this on 10 minutes she's like i'm done i'm wow. out it's so hard it's like much more intense yeah. than true lies yeah so was Jing- I, jingle all the way very intense movie well, well, i was gonna say like you know fighting sinbad that's, oh my gosh jesus yeah <laughs> it's probably both of their best works that's so funny um 97 <laughs> this is your favorite is it batman and robin oh god i hate this movie <laughs> it's so bad freeze <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I'll um, put you on ice. <laughs> um, 99, End of Days. Yeah, I remember that movie. Okay. Because it was 1999 and they were like, ooh, if you turn 999 yeah, upside yeah. down, it's 666. <laughs> what a dumbass premise. Yeah. God. It's 6661. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2000, Sixth of Day. Do you remember this? Nope. This is a uh, clone movie. Yeah. Um, and Arnold sees his wife with who he thinks is his clone. And the big twist is you find out he's the clone. Quaid? Yes. <laughs> Total Recall 2. Yes. Total Recall 2. <laughs> Even more recall. Still recalling. Um, O2, Collateral Damage. Uh, it's an okay movie. It's, I think it's South America or Mexico or something like that. But this is the one Bill was the, uh, Bill Hader was a PA on Collateral Damage when he first got to Hollywood. Interesting. And he tells this really great story I love about uh, the first time he met Arnold 
was uh, Arnold walked up and he had a cigar in his mouth. And he says, where's Jeff and Peter? And it's, it's his hair and makeup guys. And he goes, um, I don't know. And he goes, find them. Show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill was like right there. They're in tiny director chairs over there. Uh, bunch of really funny Bill Hader stories. Look those up on YouTube. Like Bill Hader, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got a bunch of really good That's stories hilarious. about him. Um, Terminator 3 in 03. Uh, and we're jumping forward a little bit because he becomes the governor. Yeah. Uh, 2010 is Expendables. He's still the governor at this point. He just does a little cameo. Expendables 2, um, 2013 Escape Plan, and then The Last Stand. Have you seen The Last Stand? I have not. He's a chief of police in a small town. A bunch of bad guys are coming through. Johnny Knoxville's in it. It's actually really watchable. It's really good. I enjoy it a lot. I, it's on my list to buy. Yeah. Because I really, it was fun. Um, 2014 Sabotage. Sabotage is uh, another, it's more of a realistic police movie. Um, and I think Joe Manganiello's in this as well with them. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was a little grittier. Um, what's the other one that year? Um, there's one more. Hold on. Um, I wrote it down, but I wrote it poorly. So, <laughs> oh, Expendables 3. Yeah. Uh, it's 2014. 2015 is um, Terminator Genesis. 2019 is Terminator Dark Fate. I saw Genesis, but I have not seen Dark Fate. Dark Fate is better than Genesis. Well, there you go. Dark Fate <laughs> basically treats like 2, 3, 4 never happened. Or 3, 4, 5 oh, okay. never happened. So well, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, It literally is. They pick up like its second movie, now this one. They're course correcting. A little bit. And this is the first one Cameron was heavily involved in again. Okay, gotcha. So he signed off. It didn't take off. I think I think culture has kind of lost interest in the Terminator movies. Totally. Um, I still there's one I want. Still, I need one more movie, and I need it to be the sequel to three. So I like three a lot. It's Claire Danes and Edward Furlong, which is a weird pairing, but they're they've actually had chemistry together. Arnold is more normal Arnold. He's not so robotic at this point because he's been on Earth longer. And um, the end of the movie, spoilers, is they think they're going to stop Skynet. But what they do is they go, because her dad works for Skynet. But what they do is go to a fallout bunker. They think they're going to go stop it, but they go to this bunker and the end of everything happens. The bombs go, you know, everything is, Skynet activates. Yeah. So John Connor just gets to live in the fallout bunker through it. That's how he survives the blast and everything. So I need the movie right after that. I need not the post-apocalyptic movie. I want the apocalypse is happening and what do we do? Right. I need the end of days movie, not the uh, Christian Bale one where he's, it's already happened. It's post-apocalyptic. Everything's dark and weird. And Plus the crew don't want to be yelled at again. Well, that's true. Well, just get the lighting right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Arnold, he's got, he's just got so many yeah. action movies. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of all he's done yeah. for the most part. So, I mean, even a movie like Kindergarten Cop is an action movie. I know. It, and, you know? and anything he's in feels like yeah. an action movie because he's just knocking shit over all the time because well, he's, he's so huge. Ripped. I know. Yeah. Yeah, think about the scene in Twins where he takes his shirt off and Dane DeVito's like, holy shit! 
It's like, that's your back? And then he turns around and goes, the front's worse than the back. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about Arnold is just all the catchphrases. Yeah. Um, you know, hasta la vista, baby. Um, I'll be back. He does. He yeah. does. I'll be back in about four of his movies. Which Get to the funny. chopper, mm-hmm, Predator. <laughs> um, and then my favorite one is from Collateral Damage. It's bad, but I love it. It's a open the door. There's a bomb in there, <laughs> <laughs> which is so clunky and weird. And like, no one's gonna like reuse that. You can't use it again in culture. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, what do you, you take a shit and you go, don't open the door, there's <laughs> a bomb in there. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's a weird one. He's got so many, though. Yeah. And he's got, like, 19 in Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Just so. everything he says is he only speaks in catchphrases and quips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> weird dude. I love him. Yeah. Do you know the, have you ever seen the documentary about his bodybuilding days and stuff? I Pumping Iron? It's him versus what's his face, the Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan. No, the actual Hulk, <laughs> uh, F- uh, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, and they're 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 both trying to win this competition, and uh, but both of them are kind of hard to understand. Yeah, just totally. in general. Yeah, and <laughs> someone's interviewing Arnold about what it's like to lift weights, and he's very young. He's is. English is not great. And he goes, it's the best thing in the world. It's like coming. I'm just pumping iron. I'm, it's like I'm coming and coming and coming and coming. And you're like, Arnold, gross, man. Like, it's so weird. And it's just because you don't think of him as like a sexual sure, guy. Yeah. And for him to just be like, I'm coming. Those all Austrian day. people are very open about their sexuality. Apparently. Are they? Apparently, yes. Oh, well, <laughs> let's go. I'm on, going on vacation soon. Code's going to get wrapped up so I can go. To Austria and there you talk go. about sex with weird <laughs> muscle guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite Arnold? Oh movie? man, I I don't know. Probably not. I, I mean, I I I do like Arnold, uh-huh. and I think he is a top contender on this list. Mm-hmm. But as far as like me being able to say, oh, this is my favorite Arnold movie. Yeah. I don't know that I can do that. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I really enjoy Predator. Um, I really enjoy Kindergarten Cop. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy Twins. You know. Junior. Uh, not so much. That's the one where he's pregnant. <laughs> yes. That's oh, the one where he's pregnant. Fuck that movie. But I watched it recently. <laughs> and it, by the end of the movie, I was in tears. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> you know, maybe that movie actually in this day and age goes over better. I think it kind of works. That's interesting. I haven't even thought about that. It doesn't feel so fancy. It's also Ivan Reitman directed. Yeah. And I think it works. Yeah. I like Dan DeVito too. So. Sure. Yeah. Frank Langella. Yeah. That's a good movie. Need to revisit that one. Um, <laughs> what we'll do, that'll, we'll save it for the uh, men pregnancy movie. There you episode. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's. We're gonna jump from. I think it's the last one. We're gonna do cruise. Yeah. So, first takes on cruise. Over the top, uh, just really interesting guy. Um, there are a lot of things I like about cruise, mm-hmm. and a lot of things I hate about cruise. Um, the fact that he proselytizes for the Church of Scientology constantly, true, really grosses me out. It's um, weird that he doesn't do it in interviews in Hollywood, though. Right. 
Yeah. Like he's not, it's working, working church and state is sort of, he separates them. Yeah. Um, he is an interesting guy. I think he's, I want to say, I think he's smart, but I don't know that I can say that. Yeah. In all honesty, I think he's bright. Yeah. I don't know that he's not in the church just because of what it gets him. Right. Because it does get him a lot of access and meetings and it has created a career for him that maybe he wouldn't have had. Totally. You go back to those early Cruise movies, he's very magnetic. Yes. He's not the Oscar winner sort right. of actor at that point. Yeah. And he gets good, and he he's obviously a hard worker. He's yes. trained. He's the most decorated, like, action stunt guy that is working today. Yeah, totally. Um, and I know that you haven't seen these Mission Impossible movies, and we're going to remedy that at some point. We're working up towards a... Uh, a trilogy sequels kind of episode. Yeah. And that definitely needs to be, it's going to take, we're going to have to all do some work to kind of, cause you can't just watch a movie to catch up. You got to watch a trilogy right. and then talk about how you feel about them. Yes. So that one, I think that's going to probably be our big end of year episode. I think if yeah. we do that and it may be a two parter because it's so much depth. Yeah. But that's, I think you, you need to get some mission impossibles under your belt. Well, I totally, but you know, I, I don't want to just harp on the guy because what a brilliant actor. Like yeah. as far as like his chops, he's got them. Mm-hmm. He's so good at his craft. Like I can watch a movie. It's not an action movie, but a movie like Magnolia where he's dealing with his father, you know, mm-hmm. where, where he's, his father is dying and he's just had such a terrible relationship with him. And that, that scene brings you to tears. Like he's so good in that. Yeah. And then, you know, well, there's Jerry Maguire, Vanilla Sky. Sure. Like yeah. his, his work with Cameron Crow is yeah. really, really great stuff. Very good. Um, yeah. He's he is in a lot of the movies he's in. Even if he's uh, it's a buddy movie, it's a whatever. Most of the time he's the star. Yeah, he makes everyone better. Yeah, he he he's a he's a good assist guy. Yeah. Um, I don't like Cameron Diaz, and I love Vanilla Sky. Yeah, and Jason Lee is incredible in that movie. Yeah, I, I think Jason Lee's a really good actor. He's really underrated, and he doesn't love Hollywood, so that's been a problem for him as well. Yeah, but. Jason Lee and Tom Cruise are acting their asses off yeah. in that movie, and you don't think of Jason Lee as that kind of actor. And I don't know, he's just, he just, it always works. It, it, there's bad movies he's in where you're just like, Tom Cruise is good. Yeah. I like Tom Cruise. I mean, Rock of Ages is not a good movie. Sure. Tom Cruise, is, you want to watch that scene again. You want to see him sing and dance and like, there's one movie where I would disagree with you about that, where it's a bad movie and not a good performance, and I would say the remake of The Mummy <laughs> is so bad. I can't even watch it. It's so bad. Um, I think that movie had some issues with what it was wanting to be. I don't think he's bad in it, though. Oh, I think he's awful. You think his performance is bad? Certainly. Based on what? I just hate. It's not believable. Is it, but, it's, but is it the dialogue? Is it the story? Or sure. Is it him? There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. You know, I, I don't know that it's necessarily him in particular, but it. I, you know, nobody could have done that remake and made it good. It was just bad. I guess that's fair. Yeah, but you know, overall, I would say what a prolific guy and yeah. a prolific actor. You know, yeah. and certainly as far as like uh, action goes, he's done a lot more than just. Uh, the uh, the Mission Impossible movies, you know, um, he's just done so many different things. Yeah, he he really has done some interesting work. Um, I think with him, 
it's what he does on screen more than how many he's done. Yeah. The work he's doing is more, it's like quality over quantity yeah. with him. Um, we're going to jump through a couple of these. I don't have the dates. I don't think the dates matter as much with him. Um, we're going to come, I think we should do a breakdown of who won each decade as well. Sure. Um, yeah. and I, I have, I have him winning a little bit, so we're going to, we're going to, we'll touch on that. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Minority Report. Oh, so yeah. The, the, here's the thing about that movie. Okay. okay. There's some really cool action in that movie. Yes. But the movie's not good. Uh, Spielberg, I mean, he's got some some clunkers in the in the nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I mean, from AI to Minority Report, another Tom Cruise in World of the Worlds, these don't quite work the way that they were supposed to yeah. or could have. Um, and I don't know what the issues were. If it was the period of movies, because we've talked about this before about how that period of movies is the transition from live action to CG and what can we do on movies? And some of that stuff is still a little bit untested. So they build this huge world that is computer generated world that he's living in and floating around and hover cars and things like that. But he's still on practical sets a lot. He's in like city centers with just future signs on it and things like that. Yeah. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't. And Again, it's one of those ones where he's not bad in it, but it's also one of the movies... I don't know if you remember this, but the big scene that starts the chase after him kind of feels like an act three in the movie. And then you go, oh, is this over? And you go, oh, no, there's an hour and ten minutes left. And it is kind of two movies, a little disjointed. You're not quite sure who to root for. Actually, pretty good Colin Farrell performance in this. Um, it's not a bad movie, but it just hasn't aged well. Yeah. I don't think. Um, same with War of the Worlds, you know, based on the old teleplay. Interesting story. It could be really cool. I think they'll probably do it again someday. I'd like to see it done really well. They kind of feel a little bit too similar to me, at least in retrospect. Yeah. Um, um, he does Night and Day with... Uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. Okay, action movie. Feels like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Probably should have been them in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, rather than Brad and Angelina. But then we wouldn't have had, you know... For Angelina. The great love affair. <laughs> and all those kids. <laughs> um, this may be my favorite, or one of my favorite cruise movies, is Valkyrie. Have you seen Valkyrie? I have not seen Valkyrie. Valkyrie is this plan that was actually executed to kill Hitler. Interesting. And he is part of that, and it feels kind of Mission Impossible-like. He is essentially supposed to put a bag down in a room that Hitler's in that will be enclosed, and when the bomb goes off, it will kill everyone inside it because of the way the room is built in the walls. So the whole plan is trying to be executed. It also feels a little bit like Inglorious Bastards, because it's Kind of the same story. Well, now I have to see this movie. It's wonderful. It's really good. He's good in it. I think you'd really like it. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I've never even heard of it. Um, Jack Reacher, which had a sequel as well. You don't know Jack Reacher? Have not seen it. Wow. Okay. Put Jack Reacher and Valkyrie on your list. Like watch them today. They're that good. Jack Reacher's good. Jack Reacher's fantastic. Wow. Okay. Like really good sequel. 
Not at all. Okay. This one is like the up-close fighting is really good. And you feel like he's this badass that could beat up anyone. Uh, I don't know if you remember the trailer. but He's like coming out of a bar and five guys are going to jump him. And then he kind of says, please don't do this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hurt you the way that I'm going to have to hurt you yeah. to make five guys stop fighting. Because right. I have to hurt you in a way that you can't get back up Totally, from. yeah. And then he does. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, like kind of in the Jason Bourne sort of world of like, oh, this guy can up close fight kind of anyone and beat them yeah. no matter what. Um, then he does kind of a stinker, Oblivion. Um, you, do you know this movie? I have not seen it. Basically, it's the future movie where everything is white. Um, there was like a spaceship with like a little globe dome pilot thing. Not great. Um, around the same time as like the Will Smith I Am Legend period where they were kind of making those future movies a lot. There was a lot of post-apocalyptic things and falls into that category. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Is that the one where they're in the time loop? Yes. I've seen it. I vaguely remember it. There's really one scene that I remember most of all is like whenever they're out on this field and like he's like having to figure out what he's doing and I, I'm probably doing that. It's not even a field. It's like a bunch of concrete and they're run. They keep doing that scene over and over and over again. That's the only thing I remember about the movie. The, like the training. Yeah. Yeah. Was it any good? It's one of my very favorite movies ever. I'm gonna have to watch it again. I guess so you're maybe you're I'm, really stinking on the Tom Cruise. I'm thing telling right you. Here. Yeah. Um. Edge Tomorrow is really good. Emily Blunt is really good. It's the first time you go. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt's honestly the only woman I think I could maybe put on this list. And she doesn't have the catalog yet. Yeah. She's great as an action star. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we've got um, some of the people from the Fast franchise as far as women. We've got Charlize has got potential for that. Yeah. But as a whole, there hasn't been a real woman action star as their career. Totally. Um, there's a couple women recently that are really good and that I like, but just no one's really grabbed onto that and run with it in a way. Um, even Uma Thurman kind of had a moment where you're like, oh, is she going to be an action star? Yeah. And then she was my super ex-girlfriend. There was an 80s actress that did a lot of action, Cynthia Rothrock, and she did like a bunch of her own stunts and stuff. I hmm. remember that vaguely, but as far as action star goes... Yeah, no, definitely not. Not you know, not going to happen at this point. I mean, surely in the future there will be one that rises up. I mean, I think about uh, oh god, I can't remember her name. The woman that plays Anna Lucia in Lost. I don't know. That. She's in the Fast movies. Uh, she plays the same character in every movie. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. I yeah. can't say her name either. I can't think of her name. But anyway, yeah. Um. I know we need we need some female action stars. Yeah. Um, the other one that we didn't mention, uh, Top Gun. Oh yeah, of course. Not traditional action. Yeah. And Days of Thunder kind of feels sure. actiony as well, but they're they're kind of they're the same tone. Yeah. Um, great movies, and even even you know something like uh, Cocktail is kind of you know it's similar to the Harrison Ford argument of he's it's more of a thriller drama than it is an action movie but it yeah. feels like that um even the fugitive has a lot of like thriller sure. drama action sort of stuff in it so and a different kind of action and risky business ooh yeah getting some action <laughs> that scene on the bus Whew. um cruise is great yeah. then we have to talk mission impossible yeah okay 
So I, I really want to kind of break these down for you a little sure. bit. So number one is arguably to some people, it's going to, you could say it's the best one. Um, I only want to watch the one that J.J. Abrams made. Okay, we're, we're going to get there. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible 1 is directed by Brian De Palma. Yeah. Great director. One of the best directors ever. Um, it's very gritty. It feels 70s. The original premise for the movie was they were going to get the original cast from the TV show to do a heist and have Tom Cruise there and then kill everyone from the TV show. And that's where we get our in. There you go. And then create a new team to make the movie. Um, John Voight is in this. Um, Gene Reno, Ving Rhames. It's a great movie. Kristen Scott Thomas. It feels very grounded. Yeah. As far as spy movies go, but it's still a little bit bigger than life. There's still the big set pieces, but it's not quite hanging off an airplane yet. Um, It's really good. You have to watch it for the series, but it doesn't... Essentially, 4, 5, and 6 are one big long story. You don't necessarily need 1, 2, and 3 to enjoy 4, 5, 6, but you do need... Four and five to get six. You need four to get five. And so there are six of these so far. There's Jesus seven. Christ. Seven will be next year. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible Two is John Woo directed. Okay. Um, again, doves in the background of the scene, not unlike Hard Target, which doves in New Orleans, doves in this weird <laughs> island, weird movie. This is the one where Tom has the long hair, and the trailer is him hanging on the side of the mountain. And, like, he's climbing this mountain in a way that you know Tom Cruise cannot climb a mountain like that. Um, he gets to the top. He gets the Oakleys on. It tells him his mission. He throws the Oakleys, and they burst into flames. <laughs> it's really cheesy. There's a motorcycle fight, not a chase, where they're literally on motorcycles trying to, like, drive at each other and kick each other, like, almost, like, joust style. Interesting. Odd movie. Um, the bad guy doesn't super work for me in this movie. It's a... Uh, uh, to Gray Scott. I don't know him huh. from a lot. He's a Welsh actor. Huh. Um, he's been on some stuff that you would have seen, but I, you know, uh, Tandy Newton. It's, it's some interesting stuff. I like stuff. Tandy Newton. Some interesting stuff um, in this movie. This is the one where they first really introduced the masks idea. You'd have a mask and a voice modulator over your throat, and you can kind of become anyone. Uh, whatever. Face Off Part 2. Face Off Part 2. <laughs> Which, by the way, how did Nick Cage not get on this list? Nick Cage, we're going to give him a... He'll be in the honorable mention section. (laughs) Nick Cage is too weird. He's had too many not great movies. Totally. And his action is not necessarily action in almost every case. Yeah. Um, Even Face Off is not... It's an action movie, but it's not quite. I mean, The Rock and... and, um, What's it called? Gone in 60 Seconds. No, it's the the Con Air. Oh, Con Air. They're both action movies, but they're not... They're, again, they're kind of over-the-top dramas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Nick Cage, interesting <laughs> fella. He was never going to win the belt. No, definitely but, not. But, you know, I'm glad you mentioned him. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible 3, this is the J.J. Abrams one. And the famous scene is Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he says, I'm going to find her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. And just has this weird inflection. Uh and there's a countdown and lots of masks. It's good. Uh, this one also is the one that introduces Simon Pegg to the franchise as a 
back of house tech guy. Yeah. By the sixth one, he's in the team. He's doing the action stunts and all the stuff. So, because he created teleportation. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, that's the Star Trek. So um, this one's solid, but it has the MacGuffin thing in it. So the the big thing is the rabbit's foot. We're trying to get the rabbit's foot. What is it? Nobody knows, but we got to get it. You get to the end of the movie, you don't figure out what the fucking rabbit's foot is. That's really lame. He gets married. That's a whole thing. She gets kidnapped. Oh, That's a whole thing. J.J. Abrams, what are you doing? Yeah, J.J.'s not my favorite. <laughs> um, worth watching for some scenes, and Tom is really getting good at action in a way that he kind of hadn't mastered yet. Um, this one's fun, but it's not It's not great. Yeah. Um, next one, Ghost Protocol. This one's directed by Brad Bird. Director of The Incredibles, Iron Giant, originally from The Simpsons. He has scope to his movies that almost no one does that's doing action because he's from animation. So he doesn't see what the limitations are. He sees what are the opportunities. What can we do? This is the one in Dubai, and Tom Cruise is swinging on the outside of the tallest building in the world. And legit Tom Cruise is outside this building on a harness strapped up and jumping and swinging around this building. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to do that. A million dollars? You couldn't pay me ten million dollars to do that. I'll take that deal. Um, Where's Joe Rogan? I need Fear Factor. (laughs) Um, And so he's 150 stories up swinging on this rope. Um, They had Jeremy Renner to the series at this point. They're kind of trying to reboot the franchise with Renner, potentially. And Tom Cruise just keeps not backing out. Eventually, he backs Renner out. Um, pretty interesting. Um, he's swinging on this rope. So he pulls a Jay Leno. Indeed. Yeah. Jerry Renner is Conan. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, and so um, he's on this rope. He's swinging around the building. Um, he's climbing the building. Like, free climbing it. It's pretty crazy. And he's really out there. So there's a story that I heard from Matt Damon. Not that he told me, but Matt Damon <laughs> tells the story. Uh, he was with... Uh, uh, this is super name dropping with Matt Damon, but whatever. He's with Krasinski, because they were writing a movie together. Um, and a Krasinski, No. <laughs> Krasinski is called Promised Land. Uh, directed by Gus Van Zandt. It's a really good movie. Interesting. It's about the oil business. You'd like it, actually. Yeah. It's got people in it you'd like. Um, so, he's with Krasinski in London on the set of Edge of Tomorrow, visiting Emily. And they're there, and Tom's there. So they all go out to dinner together. Which, what a great table to be at. Totally. <laughs> that's, that's so fun. Um, and so... He's talking about this movie's coming out, or it's about to come out, or just did come out, and he's asking about that stunt. And he goes, well, so here's what happened. So I say I want to do this stunt. And I talk to the, the stunt coordinator, the essentially the guy that signs off on everything, that allows the insurance to cover them based on saying everything is safe, I know how to do this, whatever. So he's, I go to the stunt guy, and I say I want to do this. He says, no way, we can't do it. So I hire a new stunt guy. <laughs> so Tom just fires the stunt coordinator and hires one that's like, sure, we can do it. 
that's not what people do. No. Even Matt Damon was like, the stunt coordinator says no. I just say, yes, sir. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That yeah. was great. Why did we think we could do this? Right. So that's the kind of guy Tom Cruise is. Oh. Interesting, interesting fella. I mean, I knew he was nuts based off his religion, but I mean, Jesus. I know. He's like <laughs> literally doing t- death-defying things. Yeah. Fifth one called Rogue Nation. Uh, new director, Chris McQuarrie, um, who also did um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. Um, is that right? I'm going to blank on this. Um, da, 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 da. No, Jack Reacher. He's a Jack Reacher, and then he jumps on Mission Impossible franchise. So, um, this movie's great. They bring in Rebecca Ferguson, who's very good, very fun in these movies. Um, the team essentially in all of these movies gets like removed from the government. This kind of it, it continues and continues and continues to happen. Um, the bad guy is Sean Harris. Um, he plays this really creepy guy um, in this movie. He's really good in it. Um, Ving Rhames is back. It's totally... It's crazy. It's over-the-top craziness. But everything you're watching, you're like, yeah, they're doing this. This is happening. And how is he going to do it? He has to stay underwater for four minutes to change out this computer chip so that way Simon Pegg can walk into a room. And let me guess, Tom Cruise actually stayed underwater for four minutes. He was a, he, four hours of shooting. He stayed underwater. No, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't honestly remember the huge crazy stunt in this one yeah. that he did. But these, this movie is incredibly entertaining. It's very big. Um, it sounds to me like you have a clear winner. Oh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> next one here, Mission Impossible Fallout. This is my favorite one. Uh, it's Tom and Henry Cavill. This is where they're the, fighting the suppressive people. The which one? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the Scientology. Oh, Scientology term for people they're against. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, um, Alec Baldwin is in the series at this point. I like Alec before. Baldwin. Yeah, yeah, and he he plays the uh, head of the uh, uh, MIF. Is the the group. And so, uh, it's, this one's so good. And Henry Cavill's really, really good. This is the one where he has the mustache and they had to do Superman reshoots and they had to CG his mustache out in Justice League. (laughs) Pretty funny. Um, and so this one's great. The action set pieces in this are kind of, they're almost impossible to beat. Wow. It's really, really incredible. Tom Cruise in this one is strapped to, it looks like he's hanging on the outside of an airplane. And they shot it ten times. It's a huge, huge military plane. Flies up in the air, goes to like 4,000 feet, circles around, lands. And he does it ten times. It's crazy. And like, literally they said if a bird just happened to hit him at that speed, he'd instantly be dead. Sure. No matter where it hits him on his body. Like, it would go through him. Right. It's really wild. Um... You need to watch these movies. I'm okay. super excited for Seven. I really oh, wish it was yeah. out today. That's like when someone says, oh, there's this really great TV show. You know, it's only 400 episodes. And I'm like, I'll never do that. Well, they're making <laughs> Seven and Eight are projected. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I think they're... Can you skip any of them? S- skip two. Okay. You can skip one and three, honestly, if you want to. Yeah. 
But I would say one is worth watching because I have it's to watch Palma. one. It's the first one, yeah. And then three is fun, yeah, but not necessary for the enjoyment of four, five, six. So I can do one, four, five, six. That's yeah. four movies. I can handle that. Okay. Yeah. I think once you watch them, you're going to want to watch two and three though, because they're that entertaining. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so Cruz again, really interesting guy. Yeah. I I, I don't know where we're going to put all these people, honestly, and how we're going to figure out how to rank them exactly. Yeah. But where do you want to start? Can you can you can you do a clear number five, bottom of the barrel, this is the person? All right. Let me just take a little look-see. I want to know what you think. I've got my notes. I want you to give me <laughs> give me your take. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this again. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Stallone. Yeah. Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. Cruz. If I had to choose which and again, star, we're we're taking that maybe you haven't seen all sure. of all these movies from everyone. Sure, yeah. Okay, let me do real quick before we do this. Let's do who won the eighties, who won the nineties, right? And then we're going to do two thousand forward because it's the recency bias is tough. Sure. Um, I have, um, I have Schwarzenegger winning. The 80s. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. I could make an argument that he wins the 90s. He's got Total Recall, Terminator 2, True Lies, Jingle All the Way, End of Days. I think his 90s falls apart a little bit. I want to give 90s to Stallone. Rocky 5 is not great. Rocky 6 is not great. Stop My Mom Will Shoot is not great. Demolition Man, Cliffhanger, Dread, Daylight. Daylight, I think, is 2000. I really like him for the 90s. But you know who I think wins the 90s? Who? I think it's Jean-Claude. Yeah. Yeah. So 90s, Lionheart, Death Warrant, Double Impact, Universal Soldier, Hard Target, Nowhere to Run, Street Fighter, Time Cop, Sudden Death. And I'm, that's only up to 95. So he's continuing to make movies on from there. And really and truly, if you want to break it down, Kickboxer and Bloodsport come out in 88, 89. They're 90s movies. Those existed on HBO and TNT. Every day totally. in the 90s. Totally, yeah. So, they didn't come out in the 90s. I think I think Jean-Claude has the 90s, in my opinion. Well, what about Rocky and Rambo in the 80s? Like, those are huge. They are. Um, but 80s Rocky is only three and four. Oh, I mean, wow. obviously, it, it, they, they exist in culture in the, in the 80s. Sure. Again, just like we're talking about with Jean-Claude. Sure, yeah. But we've got Rambo, Rocky 3, Rocky 4... Yeah. Um, Cobra, Over the Top, Tango and Cash. Sure. I think Jean-Claude has a more has consistency tra- tra- track record. He's yeah. not making the best movies. He's never made the best movies. Sure. But for fun and for consistency and just overall like heart-pumping action, yeah. I think he's got it. I would agree with you on that. Okay. Um, so I think Jean-Claude Van Damme wins the 90s. Yeah. And it's I think, close. Arnold's pretty close yeah. behind. He's not far. Yeah. Um, 2000s. I think it's it's tough because um, I you know obviously I like the the Cruise argument in general, um, but his Mission Impossible starts in '96, so he's not really an action star till the aughts. Yeah. Um, and in if I'm going through that, I might want to give. I might want to give Keanu the odds just based on Matrix. But again, Matrix comes out in 99. 99. But it exists 
so much in culture in 2000. And I'm pretty sure it was a late in the year Christmas release something. If yeah. it wasn't summer. Yeah. And so it was, it felt like 2000. Sure. Um, I don't know. But then Constantine Street Kings is kind of it. I want to give Keanu that. I feel like he's got some, that the Matrix just looms so heavy. Certainly. Arnold has no 2000s. I mean, I, it's, he's collateral damage in T3. Sure. Jean-Claude is, or, uh, Jean-Claude is zero. We've got him zero. Um, Will Smith is doing okay, but he's not really kicking it up to the 90s. Stallone really doesn't exist in the, the 2000s. I think it's, it's either, I, I don't know. It maybe it's either Cruz or Keanu. And I think it's the, Keanu. For the 2000s? Mm-hmm. I think it's I Keanu. I think it's Keanu. Absolutely. And, I think it is. I, I wish there was some better action going on, but I guess that '90s is kind of—it's when we get more diverse. Yeah. And, and I, if I remember the the two thousands, uh, lots of comedy. Yeah. I mean, Judd Apatow is happening. All of that is really where pop culture is focused, and it's also the beginning of all the American superhero Pie. stuff. Yes. Yeah. It's teen comedies, all yeah. that. Um. It's an interesting thing. I didn't even realize that it was so light in the 2000s. Um, 2010s, I think it's Cruz. Totally. Mission Impossible is just too big. I could argue, you know, somewhere in there that Matt Damon gets it for Born, but I just, he just does not have the legs to stand on. Same thing with Christian Bale. Love Christian Bale. Been in some really good action movies. I don't think he's... I, don't, I think it... The water comes and he topples over as far as that argument goes. Yeah. Christian Bell also plays Dick Cheney. So, True. you know, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like that. So we're going we're gonna to do Arnold 80s. I thought you said Stallone 80s. No, you said Stallone 90s. Stallone's 90s. Is that right? No. no. Jean-Claude Van Damme 90s. is the 90s. Yeah. Arnold's the 80s. Okay. Arnold's the 80s. Yeah. Jean-Claude 90s. Yeah. Then 2000s is Keanu. Keanu. And then Cruise. The 2010s. 2010s. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, where, that's where we're at. So based on decades. that, can we can we kick off uh, Rambo from our final list here as the belt champion? Okay, so... Even though he's Rocky? <laughs> I know. And he, he, he as far as action movies go, he may have some of the better films yeah. just as stuff. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to do, this is hard for me. I'm going to, I'm going to take Cruz as my five. As number five. As number five. Okay. I think that he just doesn't have the body of work. A a quantity over quality. His quantity is just not high enough. Okay. His quality is great. Yeah. But even the ones we talked about outside of Mission Impossible, you know, Edge of Tomorrow, Oblivion, Jack Reacher, they're action movies. They're not action the way that we're defining action sure. really for these other guys. It's possible that I just need to watch these Mission Impossibles to change my mind, but I would also put Cruise at my number five. Yeah. Yep. Um, so after that, I think, and this is, this is another one I think it's tough for, I kind of need to go with Jean-Claude. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. And he if we're doing molded me, Jean-Claude may have molded me as much as any of these guys yeah. in my younger days. Um, I don't think his movies are 
good enough. They're not great. <laughs> the, the rewatchability is really based on you have to love silly action. Definitely. Um, a little camp. Stallone's got that a little bit too, yeah. but um, I, I just think Jean-Claude is... It's all of the suspend disbelief to that he's an American general. Correct. <laughs> that sort of thing. Okay, so then let's do top three. Okay. So who do you have as your number three? Uh, based on what we're going through right now? I mean, we're, this my, is... My number three uh-huh. would definitely be Stallone. Me too. Yeah. I actually agree with you on this. Yeah. I, I hate to say it because I, I respect him so much. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think he's got... Um, he's really strong in the 80s. Yeah. And he's got some hits throughout his career. But I don't think he's got the legs to to stand on similar to Jean-Claude. Yeah. He kind of fizzles out as far as an action star goes. Definitely. Expendables are fun. He's still doing it. He's not over, but you know, escape plan and expendables are not big making billions and billions of dollars. I mean, honestly, if we're going to say who's still doing it, I mean, Vin and Statham and the rock are doing it better now than, than, a bunch of these guys. I'm glad to hear you say that the Expendables is enjoyable because I remember whenever I heard that that was coming out, I thought, "Oh God, Stallone's just trying to make a cash grab, you know, off of his fame from the '80s of being an action movie star." You know, I really think he just wanted to make a movie with all his friends. Sure, you know, all yeah. the guys that he's respected doing this. And what are you going to do better than uh, old retired as an old retired action star? Then get a bunch of old retired action stars together and make a fun movie. Totally. So yeah. Um, okay, so this is we're gonna do the we're gonna do this the uh, the reverse way okay. the way that they do the beauty pageant. Okay, so runner up. We're not gonna announce the winner, right? Or announce the runner up, which default makes the other the winner. Yeah. So who do you have as your number two? Keanu. Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Me too. I was worried about this. Um. Okay. So Arnold. Is the winner. Absolutely. He is the number one greatest action star of all time. Of course he is. I mean, it feels <laughs> obvious, but also, I don't know that he's in the number one action movies of all time. Maybe not. But when you think action, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is not the, the first, first person thing, that comes to your mind, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. He, like, literally owns all of action movies. I know. This guy is so ambitious that he goes from, you know, being a no, no-name no person in Austria to, like, working... Marrying him. a Kennedy? I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so so building up all these muscles, winning all these competitions, becomes the king of that world. Yeah. You know... He's... What is it? Is the, what's the award he gets? I forget what it's called. Mr. Universe. Right. Mr. He, fucking Universe. And he wins it multiple times. Right. And then fucking, like, comes over here, doesn't really speak English... Like, has to read everything phonetically because he can't fucking talk. Mm-hmm. And then, like, becomes this huge fucking star. Yeah. I mean, he barely can read the lines. He's not really acting in a lot of the early stuff. Right. And he's still magnetic. Yeah. He's still a movie star. Absolutely. The way that all five of these guys, you know, everyone on this list. Yeah. Um, is, is, they're magnetic. Yeah. I mean, The Rock is impossible to not look at. You know? Sure. Even on the... You know, the wrestling world, he was the biggest thing that existed, yeah. you know? And so... He's like the train wreck you can't look away from, in my opinion. I mean, some of these movies are train wrecks <laughs> you bad. can't look away from. Uh, <laughs> so, Arnold, Ar- we're going to give Arnold the, the crown. Definitely. The I was worried. I want... I like Keanu probably the best. Sure. Just as a guy, as a person. Yeah. 
Obviously, Arnold has had his issues in his personal life. Certainly. You know, you, I mean, to be fair, you have a maid, you have to have sex with her. Right. That's the rule. <laughs> um, and then an illegitimate child yes. that you can claim later on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's interesting. I, I, want, I was curious that I, I expected it to be the, the big three. Yeah. Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude. Yeah. And then, really, I kind of expected Bruce to be higher in the list. Yeah. Based on just Die Hard is so huge it's in huge. culture. Huge. Um, and it just didn't pan out for him. Um, no. I love doing this. This is so much fun. <laughs> um, I want to go watch all of these movies, but it'll take the rest of the year. <laughs> Definitely. We still have a podcast to do. Um, I'll be watching Valkyrie like very soon. You need to watch Valkyrie. Yeah. We'll, we got we'll do a we'll do a touch base at some point on on uh, on Valkyrie, and then you're gonna Mission Impossible is gonna take you some work. Yeah. Um, Let's have to find them. I don't think they're streaming anywhere. I know. We'll we'll, we'll have to start tracking these down. Valkyrie, I think you're gonna love, and yeah. Jack Reacher's where to watch. I think it's on HBO. Gotcha. So cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing more fun stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we talk, we're talking about doing uh, some director lists, some actor lists, and uh, we'll mix up who's on these bonus content episodes as well. Totally. It may be some of you and I, um, just because of the types of movies we've both watched and that we can get together and do yeah. this. Um, and we actually started watching movies together some, which yeah. we've not done in our friendship almost ever. Right. Uh, <laughs> Maybe at some point we will start uh, curbing our scores against Omar based on the things we've watched uh, and our friendship. But Like he and Elizabeth do. Yes, exactly. Us. Uh, now let me add a point eight here. Uh, Whose movie was this? Omar's? Yeah, point eight yeah. more. Point uh-huh. eight more. Yeah. <laughs> we anyway. know how it goes. Well, this is really fun. I'm curious to see what everyone has to say online. Tell us your favorites. Um, tell us your number one. Tell us if we're wrong. Tell us where we're right. want to hear it all. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.